Hey guys, welcome to Feeling Twisty. You know what an earworm is? You know, when you hear a song and then it just plays over and over in your mind. I can think of a few songs that, uh, like the Macarena. You know, once you hear it, and then it just stays in your brain constantly over and over. Sometimes the earworms are good. It's a good song. Sometimes, more often than not, it's a song you can't stand, and then it's just stuck in your brain, rolling around there, digging its way through like a, well, an earworm. I w watched, uh, what was it? Adam Ruins Everything. I love that show. I love that he ruins everything. All of our preconceptions or misconceptions on what uh, we think industry is like or music, the medical field, you name it. If you know what, I, if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. They, in this little bit they had today, was about music and earworms and how they get stuck in your brain and how the only way to really get rid of it is to finish the, that lyric. Maybe it's stuck in your brain and you're stuck on the, a loop of the same of the chorus or whatever. And they suggested just finishing the song. If you don't know the, all the lyrics, finish it in your brain, look it up and then finish it. And then it, it goes away. You stop fighting it and just let it go. Anyway, I'm segueing into the earworms that we always have rattling around in our brains. And I'm talking about worry, our inner conversation, our inner talk. It's not always worry. Our inner conversation could be good. It could be uh, what we think of as bad. Each one of us has our own interpretation of what's good and bad. If I say Trump, some of you probably start having an inner conversation right now about Trump. Or if I say the uh, Democrats, or if I say religion, or if I say relationships, or if I say alcohol, substance abuse, all of these things we give meaning to. We imagine things have meaning and we give it meaning. Each one of us imagines something differently, but we all give meaning to things. And our inner conversation, I noticed for me, that even when I've moved into a desired state, the state I choose, intentionally move into a state, a new state of consciousness, and I'm dwelling there, I notice one, one way of noticing that I've gotten bumped from that state, that I'm not dwelling in it, is my inner conversation. I'm going to read a quote uh, from Neville's uh, book, Awakened Imagination, from the Coin of Heaven chapter, chapter 5. And this is, uh, a, the Coin of Heaven is about mind and speech, your inner conversation. You should look it up. That book or just do a Google search for, there's a PDF lecture of his out there called The Coin of Heaven. And then there's a different lecture done at a different time, but the same topic on YouTube or email me and I'll give you the link to my Google Drive to The Coin of Heaven lecture. But here's the quote. Observe your inner talking and remember your aim. Do they match? Does your inner talking match what you would say audibly 
had you achieved your goal. So if your partner, your spouse is a real, well, you know, you're not happy with them. You feel neglected, overlooked, you feel slighted. They could just be a jerk to you, you know what I mean? You don't feel like they treat you as nicely as they should. And then you've moved into a different state. You've imagined, what would it feel like to be loved and loving, to be a loved and loving spouse, to be, and not about them, not about not making them change or forcing a change on them, but making it about yourself. What would it feel like to be loved and loving Hmm. That is a, it's a great feeling. But then your inner talk says something differently. You're thinking about it's going through your brain like the earworm, just going around and around on a loop about, oh, they're probably going to say this, or they're doing this, and it's all these things about how they're not meeting your needs. They're not meeting your needs. They're not treating you right. That's what I'm talking about today, our inner conversation. I know when I've gotten bumped from my dwelling place, my desired state, when I notice my inner conversation. We can, and I used to do this all the time. I would uh, write up affirmations and, or copy and paste affirmations that I found on the internet or even buy. Uh, I, I bought books from I'm not going to say their name, but the major public publish, publishing house for uh, new thought and new age teachers. And I bought books and subscribed to things that just and just gone to sleep with voices reading affirmations to me on YouTube, all these different things. And there's no affirmation or vision board or ceremony, nothing on the outside of you will fix you. You already have the solution, the fulfillment of all you desire is your own awareness, your own imagination, your own I amness, that first person present sense experience. That's your awareness. You're aware of being. I'm aware of being Mike. I'm aware of being a loving father, a loving husband. I used to not be. I was a real asshole. I was dwelling in a, a real, sh uh, I can't, can I say that word? A real crappy state. And treating people badly and treating Kim badly and my kids badly. I'm not in that state anymore. I dwell in a new state, the state of loving father, loving uh, husband. But I never would have changed. I never would have successfully moved states had my inner conversation not changed. Had I continued to blame everybody else, blamed my upbringing, blamed coworkers, Blamed Kim for not treating me right. Blamed my kids for not respecting me. 
not doing what they're told. Blame, blame, blame. I never would have changed if I would have just kept those inner conversations the same. Like the Bible says, order your conversation aright. And you see the glory of God. You'll experience the glory of God. You see the face of God. Your own awareness. That's a paraphrase. It's from, from Psalm 50. I'll, I'll put this references in the description. And then in Ephesians, I think, Ephesians 4.28, I'm trying to go off of memory. I didn't write it down, but I looked it up just a few minutes ago. It talks about take on, put away the old conversation, the old man. And conversation, that word like in Psalm, in Psalm 50, order your conversation aright. Conversation, that word also means path or way, W-A-Y, way. So it's not just conversation, it also means way and path to tread. So when, you, when it says to order your conversation and put away the old conversation, to take a new conversation, that's a new path. Like Jesus is quoted as saying, I am the way. I am the new conversation. I am the way, the conversation, the path. So when Ephesians says to put away the old conversation, the old man, put that one away, the one you don't want, that state you want to leave behind. Just as you leave a city, you leave a state behind. Order your conversation aright. Change your inner talking, that inner conversation. How do you do that? I, I know, God, I know what it's like. I've, you know, I, I want to be different. I want this. I want this to be done in my life. I want to experience this. And then that little inner talk, that inner conversation starts. And then it just keeps going in, in a, I, in, in my mind, I picture it like a, it's a, a turning wheel and it, and it just spins and it gets faster and faster. And then it, breaks loose of the axle and it just goes out of control. And then I feel uh, my breathing is, is shortened. I, my chest is tight and I feel like I'm just going to drown. That I, I, there's that moment, you know, when the, the inner talking takes over and just bursts through. And I felt like I can't do this. I'm not, it's nothing's changing. I can't do it. I'm not going to make it. This is pointless. Stop. Stop right there and remind yourself of what that feeling is of dwelling in the new state. What is that? Bring back that feeling that you've already imagined. Being a loved and loving spouse. Being a successful business person. Being a, a successful artist. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Bring back that feeling. Recapture that mood. You've already dwelt in that state. You know what that feeling feels like. So take that moment. You think you don't have time. I don't have time to do it. There is Time is not a real thing anyway. So it's really limitless to just go within at that moment when you realize your inner speech, your inner talking is not matching your aim. Ah. <sighs> Yeah.
There's that feeling. It's already true. I am already that person that I want to be. It's already done. It's already true. And then get on with your day. And if you're like me, and I, I would have, in the, there have been times that I did that, and then not even a minute later, I'm right back into that damn inner speech, the speech that doesn't match my dwelling place, my new dwelling place. So yeah, if it takes you a hundred times, a thousand times to get back to that feeling, get back into your dwelling place, get back into the desired state, get back into it, recapture that mood a hundred times, a thousand times. Every time you notice that your inner talking doesn't match your aim, get right back into it. Bring that feeling back. And get on with your day. And it comes up again, whether you're driving, sitting at work, in line at Walmart, doesn't matter. Remind yourself who you really are. Your I amness, your first person, present tense experience, you, you listening to this, you are the creator of your world. You can't, you know, I can't blame the person in front of you for taking 30 items into the 15 item aisle for your happiness or for your unhappiness. Yeah. So let me read that quote again from Neville's The Coin of Heaven chapter in Awakened Imagination. Observe your inner talking and remember your aim. Do they match? Does your inner talking match what you would say audibly had you achieved your goal? All right, guys. Love you so much. This is Feeling Twisty.